1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE. No, I, I feel good. And, and yeah, you're right to feel good about the Nets. You mentioned 7-Eleven. You, you held up that the hats there for a second. It, you know, it might not be um, scary hours anymore, but 7-Eleven open... At all hours. And, and I, I think this is amongst the best stretch, if not the best stretch, those two have had since they came to the Nets. Not only in the, the, um, the way that they're playing individually, but the way that the team is playing, the vibes around the team. Uh, Kevin Durant, that third quarter last night was just ridiculous. And I've said it uh, a few times this year, but the whole trade request and, and all the hysteria and, and everything that went on, as far as as KD goes, it's made me appreciate the fact that he's on the Nets more. You know, the, the fact that one of the all-time great players in NBA history is on the Nets, it, it's more appreciative after after all that that went down. And then Kyrie, credit to him, man. I mean, Kyrie, I, I think he mentioned that he's up there amongst the big men when it comes to block shots in the NBA. Well, he's playing D. And then as far as as that shot on Friday night, That was basketball pornography. I mean, the the game winner on Friday night was as crisp and immaculate a shot you'll see. It looked like he was wide open because he got himself wide open, right? Like Van Vliet's on him, and he hits the crossover into the step back, into the three, cash, all in one motion, basketball poetry. So, I mean, I've always said Kyrie is, is the most skilled player Perhaps it's ever walked the face of the earth, the 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 uh, the the uh face of the flat earth. No, I'm t- I don't need to get a pot shot at that. <laughs> but Kyrie, I've always said that about Kyrie. I mean, he's frustrated the hell out of me. He's probably made me say stupid stuff as a result of frustration. But I- I've never said his game wasn't silly. And you saw that on display on Friday. And then again, and and then, you know, there, there's other stuff, Keith, Um that I think is important when you talk about coaching, because you talked about Jacques Vaughn. One of that is the structure, right? James Harden did his old little crybaby thing where he was saying, well, who's the quitter now? You know, like I didn't quit. And or if KD asked out, well, KD's leading the league in minutes, dude, and you're on another team. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, he said don't something get me about- do started. A, don't, get a, don't get me a, started on that little,
0: I, I didn't even, I didn't talk about that, but we, we have to talk about that now. Yes, go ahead.
1: He, he said a lack of structure, right? Well, I think Jacques Vaughn has- provided structure i think he's also provided in, in that sense a voice for kyrie who who may have needed that at times like yo you got to play within the offense here or you know we're going to call a timeout so that we can run the right play here rather than freestyling it but when you know when the time is right the ball is going to be in your hands because we trust you in, in, in what you're able to do and then there's lineup stuff you know I, I don't know how many times i've mentioned it that the nets had all these little guards well guess what they're not all playing anymore you know cam Thomas. Not playing. Seth Curry, barely playing. Patty Mills, not playing. So just that those personnel switches change the dynamics of the roster, too. Because all this talk about trades, I don't know how many you know pieces this team actually needs. They're deep. I mean, everybody that plays for them is good.
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's go back a little bit. A few things, man. Um, first off, Alex, make Gerard... Taki was statement at 430 bigger Uh, his comment in the chat. Uh, Let's talk about this. Gerard says, I remember y'all wanted to trade Kyrie. And I mentioned without Kyrie, we have no KD, and our team be garbage. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't lump everybody in and don't say what we said. You can go back on YouTube. You can go back on podcasts and get all the conversations. Never once did I say we should trade Kyrie. I laughed and said, Where do you trade him to? Who's taking him on? It's the last year of 7 Eleven. We assume, right? You don't assume that Kyrie's getting a contract extension or getting a new deal. Maybe, maybe, maybe a championship can change that. <laughs> I'm starting a dream. And that's all you can do as a fan. You dreamed and hoped of this team focusing and locking in and not having distractions. The way this season started with distractions, it was toxic. And that makes you think of the worst case scenarios, not the dream. You start thinking about this thing getting blown up. I think every Nets fan thought about blow it up, blow it up from this summer to now. I think every Nets fan was disappointed in Kyrie again putting the team in a place where it's like, hey, this has nothing to do with basketball, and uh, now we don't have you. But now that Kyrie has been back, the Nets are 11-3 and with Kyrie. I never thought they'd be better without Kyrie because he's one of the best players we've ever seen. He should be in the NBA top 75. Every time he does something ridiculous, I tweet or at NBA on Instagram, and I'm like, hey, put him in the top 65 because what we're watching is special. And you know that. You know that. And now it seems like Kyrie is just bought into the game. And you don't see him necessarily looking for the attention on Twitter, Instagram. He's still posting his things, doing his things, but he's locked in on the game. The team is locked in. The structure you talked about with Jacques Vaughn, the structure is preparation, planning, the schedule these guys have, and the respect that they have for Jacques Vaughn, a former Brooklyn Net, a former NBA player with years of coaching experience, not a new coach, He's already been the interim head coach for the Nets. Now he gets to be the Nets head coach. I'm glad they didn't add more controversy and more nonsense to this with Ime Udoka. Because could they potentially be winning right now with Ime Udoka if they brought him uh, from Boston and, and fought all that? Yeah, but then there would be a dark cloud hanging over this. There is no dark cloud hanging over the Nets right now. They are winning games. And it's like they're winning every night and they're finding ways to win. So let me see what I have here. Uh, Jacques Vaughn is 16-6. and six. And the Nets have won 10 out of their last 11, six in a row. You think they're out of a game. They're never out of a game because they have 7-11. Katie and Kyrie, this is how they drew it up. This is what you imagined as a Nets fan in 2019 when we made the clean sweep. When I was at the London series and I brought my Vince Carter jersey to London, hoping and praying that we would get Katie, Kyrie, and we did. It's been turmoil. It's been up and down. And I don't have to go through it, but you guys know, the first year, KD didn't play. Kyrie played a little bit. Then we go into the NBA bubble. None of them are there. Uh, we have the Harden year, right? I don't know if there was a stretch during the Harden year that Steve Nash went 16-6. and Jacques Vaughn is 16-6 and right now because these guys have bought in. They believe. There's an argument out there that this is the best roster that the Nets have had around KD. I said that early. I said that very early, that this is the best roster that KD has had since he's been in Brooklyn. And I hope that they are able to get past the second round. And then maybe that convinces him to stay and keep building and put more pieces around him. And maybe I'm putting it out there. Maybe if they win and we move forward, there is a chance that Kyrie comes back because he's planted in New Jersey. His family's in New Jersey. He's got three little kids. He's bought property out there. He doesn't want to go play. in I don't know, uh, Sacramento or something for the Kings, but there's just some differences uh, in the organization and it was good to see Josiah actually put out a tweet saying skills as Kyrie is doing this thing it's like yeah acknowledge this man as a part of your team and a big part of helping your team win we are starting to move away from the nonsense and anybody that wants to play the game of oh well you said this about Kyrie none of that shit matters like what matters is the Nets are doing what they they're supposed to do what we've wanted them to do become a team win games create some chemistry, and as a fan, it makes you dream of the possibilities. This team is in second place. This team is three games behind Boston, who got smacked by the Orlando Magic twice, and then the young Magic players trolled them. I I don't know what's going on, but at 19 and 12, the Nets are where we imagined them to be, where we've wanted them to be. You're, you're getting surprise performances out of guys like T.J. Warren or Ben Simmons. Uh, Royce O'Neal missed some time. And he was shaky in that first game. He had zero points. But then he hit, hit some big shots and was better in the second game back. Nick Claxton. Nick Claxton. Last year. How did last year end with Nick Claxton? And he Missing free throws. And was better in the second game back. Sorry, that's my YouTube. Nick Claxton. Nick Claxton has had 10 different free throw shooting forms. But now he's figured it out. These guys are locked in on doing the things they got to do. The defense is better. I could go on forever, man. I am just happy as a fan that when I sit down and I commit those two and a half hours to watching a Nets basketball game, I'm not sick to my stomach. I was a little bit sick with uh, the start of the uh, first half, but I knew it's the first half. They're a second half team. They're going to make adjustments at halftime. They're going to play tough in the second half, and they have the two best players on the floor
1: almost all the time. Robin, yeah, I saw John Morant talk about how tough those two are to handle. I don't get what the the satisfaction is from the Nation of Kyrie Stan when they they talk about like things that were said. Because I did say I wanted off the team. I hundred percent said that. I know I said that. I was frustrated. Eighty percent
0: of people that cover the Nets or the NBA were saying get him off the team, trade him. They should cut him. He's a distraction. He's a cancer
1: and you know why like it's not like that's the thing it's not like it just it's not unfair
0: and it's not unmerited no
1: you're talking a few years ago you mentioned the bubble he apparently didn't even want the bubble to happen he wasn't there playing then the next year he's on a sabbatical for whatever reason then the next year when you found out there was a player who wasn't vaccinated and was going to miss the games who was it you knew who it was going to be and i don't even care about the vaccine status then this year again i give the guy a clean slate Again, it's contract year. It's got to be fine. And the whole thing happens. And to me, it's not the link. It's the way he handled himself after when I'm like, dude, you could have just made this go away. And I got frustrated. I've always believed in Kyrie's ability. I've always wanted to root for Kyrie. You know, like, I would love it if Kyrie could be my favorite player, you know, consistently. I still am not confident. There's not something that's going to happen. But credit where it's due. The guy is a
0: hooper.